Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer. And some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. Yeah, I was like, I cannot lose on this game. We appreciate that. You're an athlete. You care. And Barmageddon brings out only the greatest... Barthletes, we call them. Yeah. yeah. Athletes in bars. Very important. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. Um, this is exciting, Nicole. We're here in 2023. I know. Can you believe First it? First episode of the year, and we have two amazing guests to kick off this year right And also, we have two really great drinks to kick off January. Even though we're not doing dry January, we get a drink one day a week, which is dry for the Bellas. Right. So it's going to feel like dry January, but nothing better to start off January than with some green tea matchas. Matcha lattes. Matcha lattes. Especially from Crisp, St. Helena. Ugh. And then we're visiting. We were so good that we didn't get the oat milk. We did almond milk. Yeah. Because oat milk has too much sugar. I'm done with oat milk. I'm done. I know, because of all the sugar. Yep. No. But you can get the ones with less sugar. Oh, I mean, no, you can't. It's just but coffee I just, shops usually I like have going the fat to, I like having the unsweetened almond milk that's 30 calories per cup. Just, I keep it simple. Exactly. I do want to talk about a few of our New Year's resolutions. People want to hear from it. But I have to say, Brie, you kicked a lot of ass on Barmageddon. Oh, yeah, I did. You and Mercedes, who was formerly known as Sasha Banks, kicked a lot of butt. You Thank guys were you. super entertaining. And it was just... Like Twitter was blowing up. It was really fun to hear everyone's perspective and just, they loved all of our chemistries. People really want me to take you on now. Oh, really? Yep. So and you want Brimo to kick your ass at some bar games? You know it. And they loved Blake and Carson with you girls, which I mean, we do have the ultimate bromance on our show today because we're making today a Barmageddon episode. Oh, you know it. Blake and Carson are going to be coming on the podcast in a little bit, but how do you feel? I felt really good. I'll tell you this because I didn't know, like you do those type of shows. I never know what they're going to use because let's be honest, you put Brie mode in a bar scene. And yes, I was drinking. I will say a lot of crazy stuff, 
And I was like, gosh, do you I had good like, one liners. I know. I was like, was I like a mom gone wild or I didn't know if they were going to cut a lot of the stuff I said. No. When I just saw the first You made one, a giving head joke. I loved it. I mean, and they used it. <laughs> I was so excited that they used they it. They literally used, which I was so happy because I was so afraid it was going to get cut. So we have a game on Barmageddon called Foreplay if you haven't tuned in and watched. And it's a basketball game. But we all started talking about, you know, when you have appetizers and entrees and we related it all to actual foreplay in real life. Well, and can I tell you something? <laughs> People love the dried Which, steak. It was so good. <laughs> so good. And can I tell you, Brian heard it. He saw it. He's like, yep, that's my wife, mother of my children. I'm like, but you have to admit, you have to be proud of me. It's a good joke. He's like, it's good, but forever now our kids will be able to be able to see you making that joke. I'm like, well, I thought it was clever. Yeah. Well, I'm just excited to ask Blake and Carson a little bit, like, you know, I, I want to know more about their bromance. I, I got to see it and everyone's getting to see it more and more, and you I, know, on Barmageddon yeah. and we've seen it on The Voice, but I, I need to know some more details. And I also want to ask them because so far this season on Barmageddon, you guys have had crazy talented guests on and just really amazing people that I want to hear from them what they thought about Mercedes and I. Yeah. How we did, our I energy. I feel like I already know that, but yeah. Yeah, but it'll be fun to hear from them, like exactly what they thought about Mercedes, what they thought about me, you know. And I'm about know. that, you know, I noticed that, I think it was Blake posted, they all have like a group text, him, Gwen, Carson and Carson's wife, Siri. And so I'm curious about that group text. Oh, we're going to have to ask about that. Oh, yeah. Because I know my group texts are really w fun. Well, before we bring them on, Give me a few of your New Year's resolutions. Well, you know, it's interesting because last year, um, if you guys were listening to us last year, you will know that our New Year's resolutions, I said self-care, podcast room, wine classes. Mm. Podcast room, I did. Self-care, I definitely amped it up for sure, where I felt like I put myself in a really good place. And then wine classes, I was weak on. I did some, but I didn't complete the series I wanted. And I didn't get my certificate. So this year, we're going to be 40 at the end of 2023. And I told myself, okay, Brie, when you turn 40 years old at the end of this year, I want to look in the mirror and be like, oh my gosh, this is the healthiest, fittest, best I've ever felt so mm, far in my life. Fittest a word, maybe. It's a fittest in my, fittest is in <laughs> my dictionary. Fittest for the bestest. <laughs> yes. All right. But that's what I want to do. So like my goal this year, I'm kind of going to keep it simple because I think 40 is a really big year to in life when you turn 40 yeah, I feel like huge milestone yeah. so I just kind of want to feel all the feels and it's great our birthday's at the end of the year so that's my new year's resolution I like it I'll give a few because I always have quite yeah. a bit you know but I usually do too but I'm I what I loved is like last year was getting a podcast room and look at where we're at woohoo read more books didn't do too great with that I kind of want to bring that into 2023 but I did read so that counts for something right like what do you mean read well, I like will read a few chapters into a book and I did that to a few. So I'm going to count that as reading more books. And hey, I give you books. To it read? was more than what I did in 2021. There so. you go. Small steps. And then being my best self spiritually and physically. And I think I did great with that. I'm going to do even better with that in 2023. And also just making Bonita Bonita is going to be a massive focus of mine as well. Tasting room. So when we're all here on this podcast at the end of the year, we're going to have a tasting room and hopefully Bonita Bonita will be worldwide. That is a huge, huge goal of mine in 2023 because I, our fans worldwide, I'm getting right. so many requests constantly of like, please ship here, please ship there. And I got to do it for them. Yeah, I love I that. I feel like I'm just depriving their palates and that's not fair. Totally. Business wise, that's why, you know, Bonita Bonita big time. Nicole runs the Bonita Bonita Instagram. So I'm blow up social the Social media baller. Blow me up. I Demand read Demand a lot. Let's see if she's good at customer service. Hey, I'm bomb at customer <laughs> service. I know you are. I'm like, uh, I have a lot of jobs here. I We do birthday videos if you're in Club Bonita we, Bonita. We? Well, I've had to make Brie do a lot of them, but I have a to lot. remind her that I'm doing, I'm, I'm the hustler on the IG of Bonita Bonita That's, and the customer service, and I'm trying. If you're in the Bonita Bonita Club, you get a lot of like random videos from me in your email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. I think they're fun. And I told Artem that, you know, Sister Sunday is just a huge re um, resolution of mine that I need to commit to that every Sunday. So. You know, we <laughs> lagged. 
which I I feel like because we weren't being selfish. So maybe we need to be a little selfish this year. Yeah. Bring well, back Sister Sunday. What Artem and I say, like if someone's craving sex and they're giving the hungry eyes and the other person isn't, the one who isn't just has to go too tired. Too so tired? That was, yeah. I don't know why we started that. But we've never said too tired on but Sunday. that's how sometimes I feel like maybe what happened to us for a bit. Really? We'd look at each other and one be ready to go and the other one be too tired. Well, what happened for me is we started to go to church as a family together. And then that turns into like going and grabbing lunch and then everyone has to get home for naps. And it became more of a family day. Oh, is that what it is? For me. Okay. Well, and it was too hard to, you know, not Sister drink Saturday Jesus boo? juice and go drink the vineyards. So <laughs> I had to give it up. Brie, how amazing was Christmas Eve? Well, I feel like... What we started doing, like bringing our drummer boy tradition into Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve, because usually it's always weekends before, but doing it Christmas Eve makes it feel really special. And the one thing that I love, it's kind of, I don't know, I feel this at least, we end Christmas Eve on this like high note of a special dinner, which gets everyone excited for Christmas morning. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And we eat really bad and drink a lot of wine. So it's like the perfect like holiday feel and I love it. Christmas Eve, I, I was very special, and I think what was really fun for me, for just Christmas in general this year, is Mateo was more aware. Like, he's definitely not about asking Santa for Santa, like, right. what he wants to put on his list, but just being, like, more aware of the holidays, and I could tell he was just in the Christmas spirit totally. and loved it, and I think, you know, with you guys, it was really special, and same with New Year's Eve. It was the same, just yeah. all being together for all those holidays, and I feel like... This year, even though I got my boobs redone and then I got an infection and I kind of was a little bit out of it, um, that it was just, you know, cozy for me and had to be very comfortable. But it it just, it felt good, just chilling. It did. I You know, a couple funny things that happened to us Christmas Day. Um, well, one, you know, Buddy, because of the song, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Yeah. So anytime you asked him what he wanted for Christmas, he would tell you a hippopotamus. Oh, that's so cute. And Brian would always be like, well, how does Santa get it down the chimney and through the front door? And Buddy would try to explain how. But And I loved how he did the march for the drummer boy. He did so good. He he was like really into it following Brian. But my kids woke up on Christmas morning and they came out to look at their Santa gifts. And Buddy was like, whatever, with like, oh, cool. And Birdie's like... Santa didn't get me a real bunny and I'm like well I guess Santa answered my wish and she's like you went against me and I'm like yeah mommy didn't want a real bunny in the house like I couldn't believe that was her first thing she said <laughs> Brian looked age. at me and he's like spoiled and but I we did the snow globe thing and I know I was telling the listeners when gosh just a couple weeks ago when we had Brian on and kind of confused like is that a good enough Santa gift is it not and you know and you, she it loved it loved it and every night she wants to crank it, it. Yep. and she looks at it and she feels like it's really magical. And she'll say like, I just, this is so magical that Santa brought me this. Oh, I so she was that. a little disappointed about a bunny. Yeah. But the snow globe was a hit. For Mateo, he had the one gift and I said it was from Santa, Gigi and Pop-Up. And then he had the one from Emily and I think one more thing, but it, Artem me? got him like clothes. Yeah. Like, oh, I guess Artem and you got him clothes. And that was it. And he was so happy. Like there, you know, and maybe it's his age or whatever, but it was just nice. Yeah. And I got, you know, my half a case of Opus. <laughs> You're so uh, funny. I, I got, was a good girl this year. I got yeah. my Opus one. I got a spa day, which I was very excited about. So you got two. I got, okay, two spa days. I know, uh, which I'm very excited yeah. about. You know what was really cute is so in Russia... Their New Year's Eve is like Christmas, what we do. So they do the trees and they do the gifts and you wake up in the morning and you do the whole Christmas day and then you're all together till it rings in midnight. That's cute. Oh, when he, because his, the youngest nephew, I mean, he's four, I think four now, three or four. But when he sent me the video on him waking up and Artem's parents put it on for their family and all their gifts. So cute. So cute. Did the boys last till midnight? I think, well, no, I think it was just, um, so they all stay the night together the night before and the night of. I love that. I know. And you have to see the food that they make and the tradition. Really? I had Artem like explain me everything when he, they were like in all the videos. It's really cute. I love that. You know, I feel like it's funny because 
I don't know, this is just me, but I feel like almost when you have kids, you're like, oh, what do we do for New Year's? Because we're going to go to bed early. Like, you almost feel like you can only do New Year's in America as an adult because you go out and drink and right. party. But it's been fun having kids to figure that part out. And I loved yeah. what we did. Like, oh all being gosh. together, pizza, champagne. Yeah. And it was fun with like the... cozy. Yeah, with the nieces and Birdie, like, recognizing when we put on the TV where they... I love when they show the New Year's from all the different countries, like it's the major my favorite. cities. And it was so cute to see all the kids get into it. Yeah. Like, I want to go there and I want to go there. I loved how the girls immediately when Paris came up, oh, yeah, I want to go there. I'm like, yeah, that's right, girls. Well, it's funny because Brian's sister and her daughters stayed with us after Christmas through New yeah. Year's, which was so nice. Because I think like a lot of people, we wanted to s- stay away from the airports and crazy travel and just be relaxed because there was so much chaos. Oh. On the 26th and 27th, when I was just looking at the news, I was like, what? I'm supposed to go to New York soon and I'm a little stressed. Well, Brian's flight got canceled this morning and then he got rescheduled. The best, he got rescheduled on an earlier flight. Yeah. And we don't, we live far from the airport. He goes, wait, how do you reschedule someone on an earlier flight? And he had to go, like, he right. just go right away to go make this well, flight. That's what ha- well, it's the hardest part when you live in a small town and the airports are far. But I just felt bad for everyone who got canceled. And you're like, yeah, we'll either get you like um, on a flight in a week or two or like other airlines were charging like thousands of dollars. I was like, that's so is, messed up. Yeah. It's so sad. Because is it me or they all got help like during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Th- they're doing just fine. They took advantage of a Ooh. shitty situation. Well, that's karma's how I feel. a bitch. So we'll see about that. <laughs> other than bad travel for some, I think we had really <laughs> amazing holidays, but I do have to say, I feel like everyone else, I'm happy that they're over. I always hate saying that. I'm not. I miss it. I still have my tree, which I'm putting away today. Really? I, yeah, my stuff's packed up. House is really clean. And like, there's a part of me that almost feels like you start detoxing once you put your decorations away. Yeah. Like, I just feel like, I don't know. Like, I just felt a little lighter, a little like motivated. You did motivated. a lot. You did a lot this holiday season. I'm, oh, wait, I got to say one more thing. I am the hostess with the most. You are. Um, I loved it when uh, Mateo looked at, so my aunt Sally for Artem and I's wedding, a uh, wedding gift she gave us was a nativity set from Russia. So she's like, I know the importance of you with the nativity and the drummer boy dinner. And then Artem being from Russia, I wanted to bring the two it's families beautiful. in one. What a beautiful gift. Her card was gorgeous. I, I just loved it. And so Mateo, because it was first by the coffee set, because nothing I could put low this year because oh he just plays with it all. And then I put it by where he makes his shakes. And it was cute because Artem was holding him. And then one night he looks and he first looks at the Joseph with the beard and he goes, Dada. And then Mother Mary, he goes, Mama. My kids do that too. Oh, it's so cute. It, my heart like melted. And then he was doing it every night. And don't you love when they go, mama, yeah, Dada! you know, they have that totally. excitement. And then baby Jesus, I would be like, is that tail? And he goes, no baby. Oh, I know. Which I'm it's like, funny because yes. buddy does that too. Like That's he so calls cute. them babies, but birdie, cause she knows who it is, is always like, uh, bud, it's Mary and Joseph, Jesus's parents. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, well, bird, just let him, he'll learn. He'll learn. Oh, but I tell you what he did about one of the wise men. No. Who's that? Dodo. I wonder who. And Dodo Artem is. thought it was so <laughs> funny cause the big beard and all. And I go, <laughs> well, I think it, Brian. I wonder if he thinks Brian's dodo. Yeah. He just thinks aunts and uncles are dodos. That's probably what he thinks. But I felt like he was saying dodo because of Brian. It would kind of be Brian's karma if all of a sudden Terry calls him dodo. You have no idea. I'm actually hoping he calls him like Bobo and I kind of want to tell him. It's like Brian (laughs) with a B. Um, Brian did mess with you a little bit when Birdie was little. So do it It's the whole reason why I'm dodo. Yeah. It's because of Brian. Make Mateo call Brian Bobo. Bobo. Brian the Bobo. And then we have a Dodo and a, and a Bobo, Bobo in our family. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I'm breezy. I know. When he <laughs> says it. And his tongue, like, I could see flies everywhere when he says breezy. <laughs> like, Aww, right? And I it's know. So it's cute. so cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. I'm ready to bring on the boys. Me too. I'm just so excited to pick their brains, hear everything, what they're thinking about Barmageddon so far this season, what they're loving. Um, all about their bromance, and it's going to be really fun. Now I'm just excited to see them. So on that note, I say we take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Blake Shelton and Carson Daly.
Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses, so if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G Network. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. 
What up, Blake? What's up? What's up? Yo, cheers. Cheers. Let's just get right into it. So yes, we'll oh, make and I'm short, wearing this for you guys because I won. Love so, it. So I need to. She still brags, it. you guys. Golden Cappy. Barmageddon champion. That is yeah. an honor to wear that thing. It really you know is. I mean? I mean, I feel like I've been practicing. I don't want to say since high school, but I think that's when my keg stand started. <laughs> so to know that it finally paid off, I can be like, Mom, see? All the time she got mad at me. Her nickname in high school was Keg Killer. That's right. Because she would drink so much beer at high school parties. And I was just always like, how? Like, how do you, how'd you do it? Hollow Lake. I think it runs in the family. You were like 115 pounds in high school. Yep. Fill her up with beer. We've been good friends. (laughs) Yeah. I would drink Smirnoff ice in high school with like Jolly Ranchers. I knew girls who did that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But the cool kids did. Yeah. Had to put the uh, Jolly Rancher in a Zima. That, that'd yeah. make you good and sick b- back in the day. Ugh. Yeah. How did you not get a migraine from that? You I didn't care back then. You, you didn't. Just like you're growing up and you're partying. Yeah. yeah. Goal is just to get drunk, which yeah. is so <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right, guys. So this episode, we thought we wanted it to really showcase your amazing bromance. So yeah. this is like our bromageddon episode. Brie, obviously we just had you on the show. Yes. You won. Yes. I will say Sasha was really tough competition and I knew it because she's always been tough. You two were very competitive. You guys were like Gwen and Cheryl. Yes. Like in wrestling. And then, but I thought I would smoke her and I didn't, I mean, it was the basketball thing. And I go, I swear if I lose shooting hoops, I'm going to be devastated. I'm okay, gonna be the whole time during foreplay, Brie kept giving me the eyes. Like I could like the eyes as if she was in a championship soccer game. And if she was going to lose how upset she'd be. And I was like, <laughs> like she was making me feel bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like getting upset. Yeah. I was like, I cannot lose on this game. We appreciate like, that. You're an athlete. You care. And Barmageddon brings out only the greatest barthletes, we call them. Yeah, um, athletes in bars very important soon <laughs> foreplay the olympic committee is vetting it now to be a sport in la in 2026 we'll see if it ends up in, in the olympics but we appreciate your um i know that look that you had and sasha's no joke obviously yeah but you um you're like one of the best con- contenders barthletes we've we've had yet so kudos yes we're the golden cappy with pride young lady you know i do no idea. The other thing is the other thing that I think that was frustrating you was that you had absolutely smoked her on the first like two or three games, mm-hmm. and then they kept getting the point back by doing you know gross yeah, stuff. That- Will of redemption. Yeah. So you're like, if I lose after winning all of these games, if I lose now, you know, I'm gonna slap Nikki, which we kind of want. Yeah. We I know. I literally would have slapped her. I was waiting everyone. for her to fight me. I mean, then I'd kick your ass so bad well, and, and embarrass you. Sasha's partner too was a silent killer. Like she just came out of I'm nowhere. I'm so curious and... about what she does in life. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah. You might need to bring her on the podcast and really <laughs> do some detective work. <laughs> <Yeah>. Investigate. <laughs> I think she lied on her paperwork. She does something for a government somewhere, somehow. Yeah, we were all being spied on. That's what was happening. <laughs> I love watching the two of you though, because like it was so fun to see Nikki just like not change, but I guess it's just like um what they say in football, like um competition is good. And when there's a when two quarterbacks are competing for the starting job, it just brings out the best of both of them. And so mm-hmm. it's just fun to see Bree on set at Barmageddon and even you know, just to see you guys go at it, it was awesome. It was like a whole other level. I agree. Oh, thank you. You I know, did have a different kind of energy. Oh, yeah. And I could tell like you were really rooting for me secretly. I could feel it. But, okay. Well, uh, no offense, but Sasha beat you with outfits. She won. No, she had mm-hmm. a way better outfit than her, me. Her fashion game was good. I know. When I saw her, I was like, damn it. The cowboy hat, it took it over the top. It did. It did. It and the perfect. really pretty hair and the cow girl outfit. You did not go. I know. Nashville, she looked hotter than me. For sure. I know. I, you know, I wanted to go more sleek cowgirl, like sleek, sexy, but I don't know. Didn't I know. It didn't work out. It's fine. <laughs> I'll work on it more. Because you came out so hot, Brie. And it's interesting, you know, because if we get a second season of this show, the Wheel of Redemption for, so we never have blowouts on Barmageddon because the Wheel of Redemption is a, is a vehicle in which for the loser to sort of take a shortcut 
to tie the game up, even when they're failing in all of these events. And I think in season one, I think our wheel was, was just easy. And it was good because it made every episode kind of come down to the end, which yeah, is yeah. great. It's like is last, yeah, it's like a last possession, two minute drill in football. Like it's great. But I think we need to make the wheel of redemption a lot, have a lot harder things on it. So if you guys think of anything. For sure. Like I want people to really think like, am I really going to do that? Like, no, I want them to say no. I'd rather lose this round than do that. I agree with I you. I actually, yeah, I think that's really, there was one where I was like, that was tough, like dumping all the after alcohol stuff all together in that one the bar match. match. Shot, the bar match. That's gross. That was one where I, I felt like I could see in people's eyes, like Sasha's eyes. I think she had to do that. Yeah. Where she was kind of like, I don't, I want to win, but like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. Or something. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah. I have a question for you guys. Do you guys remember the first time you both met? Uh, yeah. I tried to block that out of my, <laughs> my mind. Uh, yeah, no, we do because it's, Nobody knew who the hell he was when he walked in the room. Is that what you're going to say, Blake? That meeting? <laughs> no, that meeting was was the the first time I met a lot of people who went on to be, you know, big influences in my life because it was uh, a meeting at uh, NBC Universal. And you guys have seen this building, you know, right there, the Universal Studios lot, there's mm -hmm. that high rise building yeah. that's like, you know, the secret building or whatever. And at the yeah. top of that, was the very first ever production meeting for The Voice. And, and I got there on time. And I think Carson may have been there too. So it was the first time I met Carson, the day that I met Adam, the day that I met Christina Aguilera and CeeLo and the network people and the producers of the show that I you know went on to continue working with for the next 12 years now. So it's easy for me to remember that day because Carson, it was like he was the least important person there and, and has continued to be that in my life. That's right. <laughs> I was the least person uh, of status in that room until you walked in. And I remember <laughs> finally, they're going to ask that guy to Valley Park, Mark uh, Burnett's car, not me. So I, I was relieved. But it's funny, we joke about it, but yeah, when we met Blake, you have to remember the voice. What was going on in 19, when did it start? 2002, I think. I mean, it was like really- Oh my God, wow. 2011. 2000, I was, was going to say 2002, yeah. we were graduating high school. So yeah, 2000, um, <laughs> so 2010 or something. American Idol is the juggernaut of all things in American television. More yeah. people are voting for the finale of American Idol at the time than they're voting for the president. Of the United States. Wow. I mean, that's I the sort that. of viewership yeah. that show is spitting out. So watching people sing on television is a, at a premium. So much so that every network is trying to get one of these shows. And Fox had one uh, called The X Factor that was working very well. Yeah. And Fox America was rumored to be fast tracking that format to, to bring it into America, to add into the American Idol mix. NBC wanted to get into the game and found, went to Holland. Holland is a country of a million people. And it was the, a very important territory because Holland was the only place that had both their version of American Idol and X Factor on, it, on, and they also had a third show with these big giant red chairs turned around and it was called The Voice. They had oh. three singing shows. And so Mark Burnett and these guys from NBC went to Holland, like literally went over there to watch it and the voice came on and it beat both of these other shows in the ratings by like a long shot. Wow. And so they bought the format right then and there, brought it back to the States and basically landed and then called Mark Burnett, who's the most prolific television producer. And they fast-tracked this thing. Like they earmarked a ton of money. They wanted to beat X Factor coming to the marketplace. So I was one of the first people on the ground floor of the voice. So we, who's gonna, who are gonna be these coaches? They have to be the best names in music. Who's the voice of my generation? undoubtedly Christina Aguilera. I mean, she just, she just is, she was. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then CeeLo and then the rock star Adam. And so we had to hurry though. We had to hurry to get to air. We're going to start shooting. We're going to shoot for the fences and try and beat Idol and this other show. But we were one coach short and we couldn't find anybody. And so somebody, <laughs> somebody threw like a dart. It. A dart like at, they're like, who cares who we get? Let's just get anybody. <laughs> one of these sort of things. And then it was this guy, Blake Shelton, who nobody had heard of, except I think 
like 50 people in Nashville, I think had heard of him. And so he came in. Blake, we used to play your music in high school. And Thank then you. we shot the show immediately. And 12 years later, nobody's had a bigger bounce on that show than this nobody, Blake Shelton. He's now the biggest celebrity on earth. Isn't that crazy? I agree. It is crazy. You are and like America's sweetheart, Blake. Oh, is that World right? sweetheart. That right? You are. Yes. America's sweetheart. I love America's it. America's sweetheart. You are. But it is crazy because I I do feel like the voice, like it exploded so quick, but everyone instantly became like massive, massive stars. Like it, it was just so fun. To, I mean, I watched it all the time. Well, Carson, you were already iconic. Yeah. I mean, TRL, don't even get us started. We yeah. watched all the time. I don't think anyone ever missed TRL. Oh, well, thank you. That was a good yeah. time. I love I mean, yeah. the voice was just like, because I was a radio DJ. They were like, I hated American Idol personally because I just, I didn't like the way that they made fun of people. I didn't understand what was so funny about somebody who wasn't a great singer and like bursting their dreams. I also was like, who are these people to be judging them? Like, are, are they big singer? You know, so when The Voice, their whole idea was like, no, we're not going to make fun of people. We're actually going to find really good singers. We're going to get really qualified musicians to not be judges, but be coaches. And we're going to try and inspire and all that. I was, that's, that's why I really wanted to do the show. So. I love that. And when you guys met, did you guys just immediately start roasting each other? Was it just like that bromance at first sight or? Pretty quick. You know, Carson wasn't, it's interesting. I think Carson and I, we did hit it off, off the bat. I mean, I, th I think we knew we were, we were going to be buddies, but I just didn't see Carson as much back then, you know, as, as I saw and worked with the other coaches and, 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 and it would still be that way, probably, if we didn't go out of our way to find each other's dressing rooms or, or hang out when the show's not even on the air. You know, Carson, as the as the host of the show, he's, he's in a different lane. So we seem like when he walks up on the stage and he's reading the teleprompter and it's just as easy for him to go away. And so we kind of over the years have just become closer and closer and and. So to your point, it, it has become like this, this bromance because we, we can't be away from each other. We go, we try to find each other backstage and, and drink and, and make fun of, you know, the other coaches behind their back. Well, they got, and that's how Barmageddon came about because during COVID the voice never stopped. And then we used to be able to bring like people, you know, like families or like agents or like makeup or assistants or, you know, whatever your squad is, whatever. And they killed all that. You weren't, you only allowed to bring one person. And um, that was pretty much people's like makeup artists, you know? And uh, so Blake and I ended up spending, you know, remember there's two seasons of the voice in one calendar year. So basically he's like, if I were in jail, he would be like the guy who just happened to be in the cell next to me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, Hey man, are you still awake over there? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me a story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then we really started hanging and um, and I tried to eat sort of healthy and all Blake would order is Buffalo Wild Wings. So I love to eat lunch with him and I would just basically ignore my salad and eat all of his wings with him. And then we came up with Barmageddon. Yeah. I love that. Bree and I love us some wings. Oh gosh, yeah. I think the only time I've ever eaten wings on set is at Barmageddon when we had a little Rip. break. I like smashed wings. I'm like, I can't believe I'm in my outfit smashing wings right now, but they were delicious. I'm curious when you guys want to have like a night out, like Nicole and I will always text and be like, Ooh, let's go grab some wine. And we'll try to find like a cute lounge. Well, what's your text exchange when you guys want to go out? Are you like, Oh, let's go grab a couple beers or let's just hang out. Like what's your, I would love to know. It's always going to a house. It's never, let's go out somewhere like and Carson can't make it very long either, by the way. I, I wish you would have been there the other day, Bree. I know you were busy, but, you know, when we had the uh, premiere party, mm -hmm. Carson, Nikki can confirm this, was literally in his pajamas at the party by 945 and left. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That is a true thing. Listen, there's not a lot of let's go partying if you're friends with, with Carson. It's more like, hey, how about uh, brunch? <laughs> yeah. Brunch. <laughs> And then about uh, the early bird special. Yeah. Yep. Carson, I feel like he's like one of those when you're at a party and then it's like nine o'clock hits and he's like, oh, I need to go grab my phone. Like, or what a girl would use as a person. And he's just gone. Irish exit, dude. I'm the king. Yeah. Of it. I, yeah. I'm the king of it. Cause none of you, no one's going to remember, but he gets like 
caught up in the events of the evening and having fun. It's not like they wake up the next day when there was 75 people in the room and their first thought is, where'd that Carson Daly go? Did I ever say goodbye to him last? Like no one, no one does that. <laughs> yeah. like, I saw him, he was there at some point. Um, but yeah, no, Blake's right. We usually do hang out. Um, well, Blake got so famous so fast. And I think it was even before <laughs> you, before Gwen. Remember we went to dinner in LA that one time and Blake wouldn't go to any, we had to find a restaurant where he could go through the kitchen because there was paparazzi in LA and all that kind of stuff. And we went to uh, Batali's restaurant, I think. Was that that night? I don't know. We When we do try and go out in LA, it's just a pain in the ass because of the paparazzi chasing him. So we usually go to a house and hang out. Which is always I, better. It is. I, I always prefer um, being at houses. I mean, it's nice to like, I love ambiance. So I do like to hear people's chatter and laughing. Like I do love energy. We love, but vibes. yeah, we do. But sometimes when you're at a house, it's cozy and oh, nice yeah. and you can be in your PJs and have a drink and no makeup on, which feels good. And it's just peaceful. It is, especially with kids. I feel like then the kids can run around and I'm stressed out and it feels better. Yeah. Actually, speaking of kids, is there any advice you guys have as dads? Like for new moms, mm. like raising kids, because your guys' kids are older. And so I'm curious, yeah. like, you know, here we have two year olds where you have a two and a five, a wild one. I got a wild boy, both. And oh, my girl's oh. easy. Well, there's different perspectives. You know, like I lost my dad when I was young. And then my, I had a stepdad come oh. into my life who I had to like accept, you know, like his name was Richard. And I called him Richard for a while, just to kind of see who, 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 what this guy was all about. I was eight just by him being a great dude. Like I remember the day when I went to my mom, my sister and I had a little meeting in my room. I was eight and she was <laughs> 11. And I go, I think I really like this guy. You know, it's been like a year maybe. And she's like, I, I really like him too. And I go, I think I'm ready to call him dad. And she Aww. goes, I am too. And then we went and told my mom and my mom started to cry. Then she's like, well, let's tell him at dinner. And then like at dinner, you know, my mom said, kids, do you have something to say to Richard? You know, we're like, can we call you dad? And he like, and so anyway, that, that pers that's a, a father perspective that maybe Blake's experiencing a little bit of that with Gwen's kids. Um, but I had that with my stepdad and, and then my biological dad who died when I was young, but I always say, God gave me two wonderful fathers. So mm -hmm. I feel like parenting is um, whether it's motherhood or fatherhood is just really about the relationship that you create with the young person, you know, whether you're a father figure or an actual parent or a guardian or a best friend or whatever, it's really, I always try and talk to my kids like they're 30 years old. My <laughs> wife's like, really? The, the, she's eight. She doesn't understand that. I go, no, she, she'll intellectually rise to the occasion. I'm always trying to make everything a teachable moment. And like Blake, we love to be with our families. Our families actually spend a lot of time together. Blake's extended family with Gwen and, and his family too, on his, his, his side and my family. And we just have fun. I mean, that, at, at the if epicenter of Barmageddon or at the epicenter of Blake and I's friendship, if we had to narrow it down to one word, it's fun. Like Blake and I, our biggest commonality is that we, even though we come from different parts of the world, we see the world, I think, through very similar eyes, but our priorities are very similar. And um, that's not forgetting where we come from, showing respect to, to our fellow mankind and and um, you know, love of family and and not being afraid to put in a hard day's work. You know, these are simple things that Blake and I hold in high value. But we like to have fun, man. Like uh, you guys do. You guys are so at an insurance fun. seminar, and I sat next to Blake. I mean, we would be laughing the entire. We'd find a way to ruin it and have fun. And I, I see that in my parenting style, and I see that in Blake's. Gosh, that's beautiful, Carson. You know, when I was on set, I have to say it was like the one time where I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I really wanted it to keep going. And, um, and it's because that's the energy you guys do bring to set is just fun. Oh. You're down to earth. I I'll admit, I was really nervous to talk to you two and you guys were the easiest people to talk to. And I was so nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, like, should I go up and say something to them? Or is that like overstepping? And you guys are just so warm. And it was just, it was probably my favorite set I've ever been on. Wow, that's it was nice. just, I don't want it to end. It was so fun. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. But I say we get into our game. Yes. Let's we got 10 it. minutes left. Let's do this. Okay. Oh, yeah. Can we steal it for season two? We usually two? do with alcohol, but it's early in the morning. So, <laughs> okay. So the game we're going to play, we're calling it Bromageddon. Mm -hmm. And we're celebrating, of course, the biggest bromance with a special game that's all about you two. It's just mm -hmm. like newlyweds game, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So first question, who's better at keeping the family group text going? Oh, I think I am. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Like. I agree with that. 
Wait, are we supposed to write our answers down and then like show them, or is that how we do it? No, we can just talk. Okay. Make it easier. <laughs> I actually take the time, you know, to to take a picture and and put like a nudifier app on it. And <laughs> I'll actually go like take 15 minutes out of my day to make him look stupid on there, where he'll just write like you know, you know, LOL. <laughs> he's very busy down there in his bar at his house i'm shocked i'm in shock when i get those um pictures of all sorts of anatomy and weird things that you find at your ranch when you're walking around bored uh, <laughs> trying to change light bulbs or put hay out or corn or whatever he think he thinks he's farming but you know glenn just goes to the market and buys like chickens and stuff like buys food like you and i buy food and bacon and all just regular food but they live on like 900 acres of farmland and it's like well where's the farm food and they plant <laughs> i love it but he you're so he's starting to plant those fields right we see that on instagram I oh, yeah. planning. I heard integration that's not in real life carson doesn't know what he's talking about <laughs> no but he's good he does keep it he keeps he's good on the on the old text with something weird i like that <laughs> Okay, our next question. Which one of you gives better gifts? Oh, Blake's uh, Christmas gifts, which is he can't take any credit for. So this one's fresh in my mind. But his lovely wife, the best Stefani Shelton alive, Gwen, I mean a giant box. Presents for all the kids, presents for us, Aww. presents individually wrapped. Incredible what Gwen is. So he, he rides Gwen's generosity Christmas gift-giving shine. I wrap that. <laughs> Dude, I was in here wrapping my face off to get Christmas. <laughs> what are you talking about? I actually, I feel like my husband too. Like I, I'm always the one who loves to do it all. And then I always like send it to his family. And then like, he'll get a text. And I'm always like, run my coattails. I did all that. <laughs> you I do. Did that. You're like, a but I'm like an Pinterest elf. Mom. I like, love it. It's like, I, you have like to Christmas see her house. Get, it's like Santa's village. Oh, really? Yeah. I get she so goes wild into the holidays. I'm a holiday Brie, nerd. Brie, will you please be in a, a Hallmark movie, a Christmas movie? You'd be great. Yeah, I would. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I should it's do a, that. Like it's a, it's a headlock Christmas or something like that. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. I'll produce it for you. Okay. Yeah. Let's like do it, Blake. We're going to do that. Speaking of gifts from Blake, this is the kind of gift that Blake gets. This is Raccoonie. Raccoonie used to live on the countertop at Blake's Ranch in Oklahoma. Yeah. And when we were there, my my then probably six-year-old was scared of dogs and would always stay up on the counter and sat next to this raccoon. And my six-year-old and Raccoonie developed a relationship over the week. So much so when we left, Blake said, Take Raccoonie with you. Just take him with you. Bring him on the plane. Take him. Oh That's the kind of gifts this guy gives. He gives the, some guys give the shirt off their back. He gives the raccoon off their ledge. I love it. The gift of taxidermy. I actually don't even think I've ever seen a stuffed raccoon before. Yeah, I think oh, that's the first time. They're very real. <laughs> very oh real. Gosh. It's actually a pretty one. Here's my housekeeper to death every time she comes down to the bar. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. I love that the gift was meant for the six-year-old too. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> I've always wanted to look at them up close. So I'm happy I get that now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Different kind of gift. So who would you say is the better hugger? Oh, Blake. Um, he likes back hugs. Do you know what a back hug is? Yeah. I always give a back hug to my husband when he's like in the kitchen. If I, stand, if I go to give him a hug, like... Like this, this is what Blake does. He goes, oh. <laughs> he, he, he gives me his back. Oh, that is so funny. That's really cute. It's an offer. It's an offer. <laughs> oh an my God. You, Carson. That is I'm going to start doing that to people. See what they say. I know, right? <laughs> you make a lot of people's day. Yeah, right? Yeah, you would. <laughs> Okay, so our next question. So we probably have we'll only do time few, yeah. for two more. two more. Which one of you hosted the first slumber party sleepover between you two? Not me. Yeah. It seems like you do hotel the... room or house. Oh, he freeloads. He's been to <laughs> he stayed at my houses. I don't even know how many times now. Like I've been there when he wasn't there. Yeah, oh, like, really? we're like hey, what's up? Well, I'm just hanging out at your house <laughs> <laughs> with my entire family. 
You know what? That's only because Blake must be wanted in the state of New York because he, when he comes to New York, he flies in, he does whatever he does. Uh, and then he literally goes right back to the airport. That's how much he hates New York. I can't get him out to the house in Long Island. I'm like, we have an acre and a half. I mean, we don't have like 5 million acres like you do, but we, you know, we have a little bit of room. We, we can barbecue. I got a fire pit, plenty of room. And he refuses. He just literally refuses. He says, I hate your wife. <laughs> no, no. He says. I do hate his wife. That is true. <laughs> no. Carson, I got to teach your wife some wrestling moves so she can put yeah. on Blake next oh, time. Oh, she would love that. Like, Blake, you hate me? Come on, Blake. Oh, Brie, will you miss Let's it? Let's get you a wrestling ring out Barmageddon there. premiere party, Natty was doing sharpshooters. No, she wasn't. Yeah. Oh, she actually was I'm afraid so to do to others because you know how you can strain your back really yeah. easy. I got right back into it. Oh, you got the sharpshooter. Yeah. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I am totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic, beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Warning. Things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes. Or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. <laughs> Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Twice. Oh, good for you. I've got, I've got else it on video. It. Nikki, by the way, there was there is security video of, of that that night. No so way. That's where amazing. I got it this morning. I, I, Carson's seen it too. I'll send it to you. Send it to me. That is that hilarious. Is, it looked more like the walls of Jericho to me, but we need to get him on the show. Well, I feel like the next WWE episode needs to be Stone Cold versus Dwayne. Oh, that'd be a good one. I feel like now everyone always will like DM me or text me and be like, Hey, ask your sister if I can be I a know. contestant. I, on the show. I have a few oh, yeah. that want to do it. Yeah. Everyone wants to go on Barmageddon. They're obsessed. I don't I, blame I, them. Okay. Here's to... our last question. If you two went against each other in Barmageddon, who would win? Oh, I, well, actually. I just beat them uh, at the premiere party. We were playing that. Uh, was it foreplay? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You did. That was right whenever we were going live. Yeah. Yeah. I just let you win because I wanted it to end. Yeah. <laughs> well, we saw we saw you and it wasn't very impressive. So I like my I like my odds. I think you know I think Blake gets me is the the wheel of redemption because this guy eats. 
He just ate something the other night for no Pickled reason. pig feet. And then I joined him. Pickled pig feet. Oh. Yeah, we both had so them. And I drank a, a shot of uh, pickle juice, which is so good. Come on. Yeah, that was, actually was good. Oh, my gosh. But you like pickles, too. I love pickles, but so I don't know. It'd be I like drinking it. a jar of pickles. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't do the pig feet, though. That'd be hard on me. No, I know. It was horrifying. Yeah. Uh, and it like stayed tough. on your tongue for did a while. Did it look like feeling. pig feet? Yeah, it yeah. did. But like, like you even the nails, everything. Well, I mean, it's not like it was a hoof. Is that how you say it? Yeah, like skin <laughs> above the hoof, and it was like mushy, like, like it, inside oh of it. Oh my god! Like, like turned into like just soup. When you pick it up, it like dangled down, like it was limp. See yeah. that right there would make me say no, and I would lose points at the game if I had had that option. Yeah. I would never have eaten that. I mean, literally, you get, Blake ate it and said it tasted like, like a body had been floating in a river and was discovered like a month later. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. See now. Oh, I can't even think of bloated that. and salty and. <laughs> That's the. It was the salt and the texture oh. of it. Yeah. Oh gosh, no, thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We just absolutely loved it. And it's been such a treat. Yeah. And, and Bartmageddon's been kicking so much ass. And I'm just so grateful you guys have me a part of this journey. And I can't Nick, wait to do you more. You have killed it. Killed and it. thank you, Brief. When we finished, and at the end of the day, we looked at all the entire season. And Carson can attest to it because we all agreed that that's our all of our favorite episode is, uh -huh. is you and Sasha because it was just so that funny. It was yeah. so funny. Oh my gosh. I, Thank you guys. That's an honor. It was meant for you. You guys played the game the way we designed it in our minds. We, the way we wanted people to have be fun and be competitive and drink. You guys checked those boxes better than anybody else. Like it yeah. was the best episode. Oh my oh. gosh, I have goosebumps. That like made my whole life right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is true. And nothing will be better than that prayer that Carson oh. led us into. Oh, and the was... whole conversation of the horses and male to foreplay. It was too good. Yeah. Everything <laughs> about that was good. <laughs> so good. I mean, well, we always end our episode with a little like inspiration and affirmation. Do you, either of you have a quote you live by that you can leave for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, uh, never squat with your spurs on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That is a good one. Can I hang up? I had, to, I had to like think of that. And then I was like, wait, yeah, that's true. Just don't do it. I didn't prepare anything, but I always go back to never ask for permission, beg for forgiveness. Love that one. It's a that's good help me a lot. That's good for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's not tell our kids so that. So for 18 and older in yeah. business, right. use that. <laughs> oh, this was such a pleasure. You're the best. Hope to see you soon for a glass of wine. Yes. yes. Please. We'd love that. Bubbles, wine, tequila, anything. Love it. <laughs> IPA. Say hi to your mom for us, who we adore, as you know. Aww. Thank you. We definitely will, for yeah. sure. Good. Guys. Awesome. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. See you, good bud. Bye. Bye. Well, how much fun was that, Bree? Aren't oh. they the best? They are literally the best. Can I please come back to Barmageddon? You may. Now you get why I love my job. Oh, wait. I have an idea. What? Let me, because I'm a champ. I should go against another champ. All right. Well, don't get ahead of yourself, but I am very proud of you. Thank you are you. one of our Cappy winners. You're going down in history. That is right, baby. And you know what? Next week, we got another great episode of Barmageddon, only on USA. So make sure to tune in Monday night. Also, make sure to call the Bellas podcast hotline and leave us a message at 855-3-BELLAS. I mean, and even if you want to wish me wedding wishes, because... Hey, it's coming up. A wedding series, January 26th, only on the E! Network. And you can also find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, wherever you do your scrolling. We'll be there. Yes, <laughs> we will be there. All right. Until All right, next everyone. Week. Let us have stop. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com.